What time is it? What time is it's it? 2 it's 2 a.m. It's 2 a.m. Welcome, 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 guys. This is the Two Aqua Millennials podcast. I am joined by my partner in argument and banter, Hendrix. And I am Casey in the place to be. And that place is the 2 a.m. podcast each and every Monday bringing you our awkward take on pop culture, life, love, and the millennial experience. What it do? What's going on? How are you guys doing? I hope you guys are all doing well. Yeah. Trapping out the bando. Don't do that. Living your best life. Okay. I don't know what else you'd be doing. Health is wealth. Happy wife, happy life. <laughs> no. Anyways, I hope you guys all enjoyed our holiday. <laughs> Thanksgiving just passed. Hope you... Ate all the sweet potato pie and all the greens. We really did run the greens. And, um, you know, everything else that tastes good to you. And enjoy seeing your family. <laughs> How was your um, Thanksgiving, Hendrix? What's uh, going on with you? What's going on I with mean, Thanksgiving? It was, it was, you know, a day for um, being thankful. And what, and what were you thankful food. for? Um, nourishment of my body through Jesus Christ. Amen. Oh, oh that got serious. But yeah, no, nah, I wasn't feeling that shit at all. Okay, thank you. I was under the weather and yeah, I just wasn't man. You know that you know that you eating the food. Oh, don't look at me like that. <laughs> <laughs> eating, you know, food that you wouldn't normally eat and yeah, your body just feel fucking trash for the next three, four days and shit. Then they want you to eat the remaining food for the next three or four days. Like, yeah, no, Next three or four weeks. What family you came from? I'm just playing. Yeah. I'm (laughs) sleepy still from eating that shit. No, I'm good, bro. Leftovers is... You got about a day. Yeah, I only had leftovers once. So how was your uh, Thanksgiving holiday? My (laughs) Thanksgiving holiday (laughs) was cool. I uh, hung out with my family. It was... um, So you had baby fever, too. Yes, yes, yes. My brother and his wonderful girlfriend, JoJo, came into town. They live in the next state over but Mass, Ohio. But anyway, so they came and decided to... uh, (laughs) They came and they brought their baby. He's seven months. Chris Jr., KJ. And I was in love because that's the only person I had to love there. Um, Six sad words. It was my. <laughs> it was like it, we had a pretty small like turnout. I mean, it was really just my immediate family. So it was like my brother, his girl, my sister. She brought her new boyfriend for the first time, um, and then my parents, my dad and my stepmom, and me and KJ. So that was it. My oldest brother showed up late as fuck, so I was by myself most of the day. Practicing being the single drunk auntie and getting my first real. What you mean practicing? I am. I, I didn't get as drunk as I should have. So next time I'm gonna be better. You've been there for about ten years. I'm gonna be better for Christmas. What are you talking about? Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> thanks. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Thank you. When I heard it in my mind, it sounded less uh, hurtful. Sorry. Oh, you're a dick. So. But anyways, I had fun. I enjoyed K Day. He's an adorable fucking baby. I'm like, holy shit, my ovaries. I'm pretty sure that shit's gonna drop more than one egg this month, just because. Whoa! At the end of the day, Whoa. it's time. 
So, <laughs> you know, besides that, everything was cool. My stepmom also decided to cook everything this year, um, except for desserts. And usually we all contribute. It went well. It was. It went well. I didn't say anything. I just said it was well. You're you're saying some shit. See, I'm nice. I was like, oh, it's good. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And like, (laughs) you're talking about me, nigga. No, it's the way you said, oh, it's good. Like, I'm like, I make macaroni for every event. Um, Because we've been eating the same food for 30 years. Well, not me, but you know, the rest of my old ass things in my family. And so, um, I make it like my mom. And so, I make it every year. And... This year, my stepmom decided to take on the lovely task of cooking everything. I feel like it was mostly okay. I don't think the macaroni was nasty. It just didn't taste like mine, but it wasn't nasty. My brother flat out was like, I didn't like the macaroni, but the dressing was good. So I think if you actually compliment someone at the same time as you insult them, it it balances each other out. No, it's actually worse. Oh, okay. Just just fucking bash me, nigga. He was like, the the macaroni? I didn't like that. But the dressing was good. (laughs) And I was like, okay. We can live with that. (laughs) I don't like none of it. It was just really the ham. I knew I should have got baked chicken because she didn't glaze it. So it was just ham. It was just ham. That's some glazed ham. I don't know. I think she just had some set in and forget it. I think she just took off. <laughs> took on too much. Surprise. Well, yeah. You can't really do all of that by yourself. Well, the greens was good and the dressing was good. Actually, everything was edible. It was just a... That's not... I'm not helping. <laughs> anyway, so um, I hope you guys all enjoyed your Thanksgiving. Um, I enjoyed being the only single person at the function like I am in most functions. Um, living my best life. Yeah. You know, trapping out the banto. I did not have to get dressed to sit in my parents' living room. I literally went over there in a t-shirt and some leggings because I knew that I was going to get spit up on all day, and I did. By the baby. Man, y'all niggas that stopped them outfits and shit, bro. I mean, do what you got to do. Stop it. I'm not fucking participating. Stop it. And that bull malarkey. So, that's that. Well, nigga, that's your living room. You fly as fuck to be in your living room taking the same pictures you took yesterday looking bummy as fuck. Stop it. Everything uh, Hendrix says is like a hating comment, but it's okay. We appreciate him for but it's all love. His contribution. I just want y'all to be better. You a hater, big fella? No. Okay. Well, I got beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, yam, yam, hog, moths, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, chicken, church. You know what I mean? Yeah, the ships. After all that, that's not good. That's gross. It's not a good combination at all. That's nasty. Shout out to everybody who had ch- chitlins for Thanksgiving. No, no. What? Scum of the earth. You were like, what the fuck is wrong with you, bro? I'm just saying. <laughs> you know, we want to be progressive and move forward, you know, from the past no. hardships and shit. Leave no, all the that. Fuck, no, the fuck we don't. Yes, we do. It's well. the same thing. Listen, I'm going to keep the same momentum. Listen, all my life I had to fight. So all them like little posts that y'all niggas keep posting about alga syrup, suck a dick, actually, because it's delicious. <laughs> My whole family grew up on it, and that's all we eat. And if you got a problem with it, you can catch these hands and feet, nigga. Gonna be fucked up. I seen a post. I was actually, I told this to my family because I know we all weird as fuck. Mm-hmm. On Thanksgiving, I told my family. I seen this post on Facebook. I can't remember the fourth thing, but it was like, which one of these you gonna eat for six hundred million dollars? And it was a Oreo with salsa. Um, oh, that made me gag. It was. Jelly hot dogs. Um, it was frosted flakes and cheese, and I forgot the fourth one. 
And I'm like, so we ate two of these voluntarily. It was uh, milk and Cheetos. Okay, milk and Cheetos. Okay. I fuck with that. That's disgusting, actually. They so, say it's actually delicious. Okay, so I'm not going to take the word for it. But <laughs> we ate two of these for, uh, definitely voluntarily. I definitely grew up eating jellies, jelly hot dogs. Um, and I definitely grew up eating a piece of cheese on the side of my Frosted Flakes. So, run me my money at the end of the day. Whoever made that meme, I want my $600,000, million, I'm sorry. Right the fuck now. Yeah, I'm not going to talk about Because I grew up in strife. And, and that shit was good to me. You didn't, but... I didn't, but we ate the, like we did. So, at the end the of the day, though... Y'all had very poor fundamentals, and that is very Because, good. my see, we grew up... Even though my parents had it, we grew up like they grew up as far as, like, food and shit. So, I still... We grew up on algal syrup, pork and beans and hot dogs, Salisbury steak, okay? We grew up on that shit. Okay? Fish sticks. Somebody's like, you eat fish sticks? Yes. I actually upgraded as I got older, now I eat fish fillets. Yeah, beer better. It's a different. Love, what was that? Uh, Gordon's nigga? I, they know, yeah, I know. I love it. It's good. I grew up on that shit. Look in the freezer, fucking Gordon fish sticks. Yes, that's, that's the fucking Lily. Nigga talking about, ooh, I'm hungry. Fish All sticks. my life I had to fight. Nah, bro. I could survive months off milk and cereal. Somebody told me it's not a meal, it's a snack. It's a motherfucker. It's whatever the fuck I say it is. Okay? Hmm. Try me or not. I still eat spam. They can gag. I don't care. It's good. <laughs> Fuck. Try it again. Okay? Some of the stuff I did grow out of. We used to eat oysters out the can. Oh, Lord. Huh. We used to eat potted beef. We used to eat all that kind of weird shit. Some of that shit I can't eat no more. I, like, I can't eat canned cheese no more. That's pushing it. That's pushing it. That shit's gross. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't even try it I fucking spam But nigga That canned cheese No nah, No nah, that's weird that. You know what I'm saying <laughs> It can't be in a can bro That's dairy <laughs> so, so, so But, but meat can Yes Cows are outside like Meat loaf in a can It's, it's cool It's delish and you, If fry that shit up Tell me it's not good Have I had a spam and cheese, cheese Grilled cheese yeah, sandwich It tastes like salt and It's delicious seed. They got the low sodium kind I eat that when it's, I'm on a diet That, that one's still When I'm salty. dieting I eat spam light To make myself feel better So crazy. Keep all your judgments to yourself Cause you don't really know What people have been through Did we just talk about this last week? Y'all don't know what I've been through Nigga I know you haven't been through shit I've been like through that, that can of spam the, though By choice nigga <laughs> <laughs> I'm used to fry like salt pork bacon sometimes. It was actually good. It's a certain amount of crispiness you get on the ends of the bitches. Bliss. All my life, I had to fight over the food. Now, huh. <laughs> what? What? Huh? You got something to add? No. Oh, okay, cool. I'm trying to do something. Uh... Oh, great. Anyways, what's going on in the world? Um, uh, music, movies. Our lives. Shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I feel like it was some music that I downloaded last week, but I don't remember what it was. Um, the only thing that really came out was uh, the Dipset album. Oh, don't care about that. Uh, what's the name? Uh, Meek Mill dropped his two singles. I'm still on Dangerous. I'm looking forward to the, um, the shit with it. Um, kind of nice. Can't lie. Kind of nice. The oodles and noodles and shit. Like, it's like... It's like 
Yeah. You are hypercritical of everything. It's kind of my job. But, yeah, other than that, nothing really. Nothing really came out at all. Nothing. Yeah, you're telling my soul. Um, I feel like I got some new music. I just can't remember what the fuck it was. It's normal. Damn. Oh, I oh I started really listening to Summer Albums, Summer Walker's album, which is fucking amazing. Like I think when I first heard it, I skimmed through it. So what did you listen to for the rest of the forty minutes of the hour that you had left? That again, I had it on repeat. <laughs> I just let the album start over. She get four strings in a fucking hour. I went to the Black concert and it was a great fucking concert. Um, Summer Walker opened up for him. He came. It was great. It was the day before Thanksgiving or whatever. He puts on an amazing show. I was actually kind of salty that I didn't break down and be cheap and get my uh, meet and greet package, but I just couldn't. <laughs> yeah, I saw a lot of the meet and greet pictures and shit. And yeah, man. I don't be feeling bad when I see like artists and shit. What you mean? Like rappers and army singers. I don't be feeling bad about my, you know, my lack of height. Like these niggas are short. Yeah, I think black is short. <laughs> Like these niggas Which is actually depressing to me because I'm tall as fuck. So. Like, uh, like, I know baby girl. I know I'm way taller than her. And them niggas, like, out of eye. He fine as shit, though. Well, awkwardly fine. I have weird tastes, so. Clearly. Don't quote me. Nigga, you know what? Never mind. I said clearly. Anyways, any the fuck we. Wait, anyway. Anyways. Anyway, so he's fine as hell. I actually, like, my sister uh, has sent me a little clip or whatever from his uh, Insta story. He was talking about he was still in Detroit for Thanksgiving. And he was at the casino, nigga. It took took a little bit of restraint in me not to go to see which casino he was at. Right ass, nigga. Huh. Right ass. Who nigga. me? Yeah, you. Why? I don't go to the casino. If I, was, if I was if I was if I was casino girl, I would have looked at his picture and knew which one he was at. I ain't know where the fuck this nigga was. I'm like, it's three of these bitches. We gonna split up. Who? I don't know. But for that reason, I didn't go. <laughs> going there. You see him? <laughs> All right, let's go you to the next Greek one. You go to Greektown. You go to MGM. Nah. We gonna figure the fuck out. I'm at the table, nigga. I ain't go. Anyways, I did think about it, though. I definitely thought about it. I bought a good amount of merch when I was at the concert, too. So I bought a hat and two shirts. But, yeah, support black business. And it's the first time I've bought merch from a concert in a long time. Like I bought a uh what's that nigga name? A J. Cole shirt from his tour, but I got that shit in the parking lot, so I don't think it's the same. I don't think he get that money. So <laughs> it was one of the things like when I was going in, the shirts was twenty dollars when I was coming out that was ten. I'm like, actually let me get one of the Moffy, bro. <laughs> <laughs> need to get the sale going. Let me bro. get one of them off you. <laughs> Fuck that. Definitely got my shirt. That hot little sale going. For real, someone. What size you got? <laughs> Thank you. Yes, I'll oh, take. Yeah, I'll take one. That'll work, bro. I'll take one. That'll work. That's perfect. Yeah. yeah that's what I wore on Thanksgiving. Nigga, the shirt mm-hmm. that I bought for ten dollars. I spent a significant more, significantly more, when I went to black concert. But it was good. It was good. I was. I got drunk as fuck at that concert. Well, that's. A normal occasion for you. I don't get drunk at concerts. That was the first. I was legitimately <laughs> just, drunk. Just in life. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Most of the time when I'm going out. But I got drunk as fuck at that concert. And like I wanted to go out so bad. But it was kind of cold. And like my sister was not having it. I'm like if I was with my hood right friends, they would have been like bitch let's go. She was like I'm not setting that line. I'm like I guess you're going home. <laughs> Turn down for this reason. Like for what? For, for the, that. <laughs> Anyways. I won't be bothered. 
Yeah, that was cool. Uh, I went to go see Nobody's Fool. It was foolish. Yeah, yeah I was. Uh, it got better towards the end. Um, it seems as if the movie was written like as a regular movie. But then they input it, like just randomly decided to add Tiffany Hash's character because it was really almost unnecessary. Oh, so it was a Kevin Hart movie. And the and the comedy in it was so like abrasive. So it was really a Kevin Hart movie, okay. No, she's way more abrasive than him. Mm. Way more. Mm. And so I was just well, in that movie. Not in life, in that movie. <laughs> Because I was just kind of like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's 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 far. <laughs> We're really far with that one. Um, so, but it was okay. It was just a lot of it felt for a lot of her scenes felt really forced and unnecessary. It was just kind of like, why are you like this, like, girl, be normal. So it was unnecessary, but it was okay. Yeah. Um, I didn't pay for it, so it was even better. Um, always oh, great. I'm trying to think what else I did. Black concert. Went out with my friends. Had a horrible day. Um, we went out on Friday. Actually, no, I had a great time. I didn't eat all day, so I got fucked up all three shots. Um, lost my wallet in the club. I lost like $140. Uh, y'all welcome. I was, I was talking to somebody or whatever, and I was telling them about what happened. I was like, I'm trying to take the high road and have faith. And, uh... That's what I'm laughing And so say that they needed it more than I did. And uh, you know my heart. And That's not what you said at all. Um, I'm going to let you rock that with it. You didn't say nothing like that. I said it to somebody else. I said to you, nigga. I don't say anything of anything to your stupid ass. <laughs> you see how you don't know how to act. But I was saying, I'm like, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to put this in his hands. Who is he? <laughs> Bro, like, if I go to hell, it's your fault. <laughs> no, don't blame that. No, it's me. definitely your fault for sure. Cause you want some bullshit right now. <laughs> I'm putting it in the Lord's hands. Yeah, okay, it took you a long Sunday. time to get to that answer, bro. Praise Jesus. <laughs> All right, that's what you're not gonna do. You're not gonna do that. Oh Lord. Uh, yeah. Um, I can do anything through Christ that strengthens me. Anyway, so. Um, <laughs> No, <laughs> stop playing, bro. You is you an <laughs> ill nigga. This he an ill nigga, bro. Now listen to oh. this man say, oh, he ain't shit. shit. Like when I tell you he bring, like have y'all ever been around somebody that brings out the absolute worst in you? Is this nigga? Because I was really trying to be, I was trying to be serious. I really made myself feel better by saying like they needed it more than I did. He don't make no mistakes. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was really just, like, working well, wait, through my shit. Wait, why didn't you come to me with none of that shit? Because I, I know how it is. I didn't get none of that. It's like, damn, I wish some of them niggas would took my debit card. Like, at least I could cancel that bitch. I like, mean, but cash, I, I still nigga. feel like that. But it was for a reason. I know they needed it more than I did. Dirty the the Lord guided me. The whole he back. guided yeah. me to take out the cash because they needed it. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. Mm-mm. 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 You don't sound convincing Mm-mm. at all. Ooh, shit. It's okay. No, he, Anyways, he made somebody's Black Friday. You know, spectacular. <laughs> <My bad. laughs> um, <laughs> praise him. Mm. I 
Uh, mm-hmm. uh, we lost yeah. a quarter of our audience. And that is fine. <laughs> Y'all make no mistakes, Jesus. All right, now, seriously, though. 35% of Fuck y'all. He don't make no mistakes. All right. <clears throat> but the... Okay, see, I, no, we about to lose the rest of them if I would have went into my contradictory spin on that shit. But at the end of the day, listen. <sighs> I'm happy that you guys are in a better financial position than you were before you stole my money out my wallet. And thank you for turning it in at least. At least I have to cancel all my cards and get a new license. So, thanks. Because I wouldn't remember all the stuff that was in that wallet. So, I would have had my new nose rings and everything. So, thank you. Um, nose rings. I keep backup nose rings in my wallet. I, weird. Um, weird ass. Like. No, because I can't be without nose ring. No, thank you. Uh, besides that, the party was jumping. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> my wallet jumped out of my purse. Right, um, right in the shell. <laughs> jumped in, jumped in. <laughs> Um, I did have fun though. I enjoyed my friends. We had a good time, shaking ass for a bunch of local niggas. None of them was rich, and we yeah, had a great somebody time. Somebody was rich that night. No, night. no, yeah, they, they were definitely hundred and forty dollars richer. They should have bought me a drink. That would have been also a hustle, nigga. And be like, only oh, dropped this wallet. Did you get any free drinks? I didn't. I bought me one though because I was sad after I found my wallet. <laughs> I'm like, ooh, found it. It's empty. But. Here we go. Thanks. Hey, shout out to Everclear, please. <laughs> shout out to Absent, nigga. But, uh, yeah, wonderful night. Um, then I also had already spent uh, $400 at Bed Bath Me. I know. I know. Oh. And, uh, no. no. <laughs> I thought it was supposed to be a sale. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was on sale. So I don't know at? nothing about Black Friday apparently. I thought everything was on sale. Nothing that I purchased conveniently was on sale. So okay. <laughs> I came to four hundred dollars, <laughs> and then I had to get my car fixed. That was two seventy. So if anybody want to want to um, donate to my cause, you just put your cash up on you. No, put it on your Instagram. You put it on your Twitter. You might not get that much, but. Yeah, Instagram be popping. Man. You know, niggas might cut thirty little five wall. And anybody want to donate um, to my fund of just really just relief, a relief fund <laughs> <laughs> from stress of being poor. If you want to donate, you can do so. Mm, it's hard out here. I'm still. If you ever want to think about it further, I eat spam. So that should tell you the kind of financial situation I'm in. Okay. <laughs> Um, my choice. Chill out. Hey, you gotta chill. <laughs> you sound like you're a hater. That's like a nigga man. walking through the uh, the donate twenty five cents a commercial a day with some uh, fucking Uggs on. <laughs> some nigga, what? You don't need no money, bro. Got money. Sorry. Nigga on a fur coat. <laughs> Talking about some These are all the shoes I have, nigga. Like, cause you ain't bought them. <laughs> Fuck out. No, I'm really spam. And I'll just I know y'all think that's poverty too. So. Whatever helps you make that donation, you go right ahead and do that. Ooh, child, the ghetto. Yes, the ch- the ghetto, exactly, the ghetto. I don't mean you broke. Hey, you got to chill, <laughs> okay? Because you sound like you're doing some real fucked up shit over here. So, uh, speaking of fucked up shit, let's get into... You didn't talk about your life. I don't have a life. You didn't see no movies, no music? No, I don't go to the movies. Oh, Lethal Weapon is okay with the new guy. I heard it's actually doing good. I don't know what they're going to do when old boy leaving. 
Dwayne's brother. Oh yeah, I've been watching uh, Manifest. Fuck is that? Um, show on NBC to show about the people disappearing on the plane like five years. Oh, that's in theory. It's but see, that's the thing. They didn't age at all. To them, it was a day. To the rest of the world, it was five years. Oh wow! Yeah, so it's. Once I got past the, you know, the original premise of it, like, yeah, that sounds stupid. Like, no, it's actually very interesting. What um, what station does that come on? NBC. Okay, maybe I'll check it out. Yeah. How many episodes are there? Nine. Okay, that's enough for me to watch it. Yeah. It's pretty decent. Okay, well. I want to say nine. It came out in the fall. I'm listening I mean, to somebody, them Yellow Boy. Um, I think that's his name. I might have misquoted. I don't know. He said something about some big rocks and big watches, and I'm up one. And there's another one that I listen to too. What are you talking? About? The name of the song. Man, we don't need no local niggas. He not local. Niggas. He far away. Yellow breezy, beezy, yellow beezy. That don't mean he ain't local, nigga. He local. He, he not. Is. He from Houston or something. Locally from Houston. He has a song with Little Baby. Then a song that's on Me Baby. Has two chains, T.I., Rich the Kid, and some of the songs. He got any music videos and shit. Anyways, I've been listening to a lot of his shit. He's straight. Um, I mean, depending on what you're looking for, obviously. So, yeah. Somebody released the album, or maybe I just dropped it. Oh, I just downloaded the uh, Jaden Smith's new album. And, um, yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, I wasn't that impressed. We were Jaden. Man, I love Jaden, but yeah, that's... he's not like a hater. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, I'm not actually worried about what you say. That's all you got, bro. That's all the movies and stuff no. I was watching, and then I saw all this going on in my life. So don't forget to donate, cause my bitch is poor. Oh, and my car fucked up too. So, anyone want to give me a ride? <sighs> Let me do that too. <laughs> a ride in a car You know what What I, I don't wait. trust you Everything you do Okay let's not fuck that No 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 I'm done I'm done I'm not doing it I'm, done. I'm out of this bitch Alright I'll see y'all next week Cause he got me fucked Alright let's start the show Alright so now it's time For everybody's favorite segment. We can't say that About every segment No this is the favorite No it's not The rest of them is trash this All the uh, Whatever one I'm talking Is the good ones so, it's not everybody's favorite. All right. So, where do you want to go? We have lots of popular stories. All right, we'll go with the most recent story. Mm-hmm. Dwight Howard. Now, Dwight Howard has oh, the yeah. internet in a uproar. Frenzy. Because uh, his alleged ex-boyfriend has uh, come out. and A uh, girlfriend. We respect. Wait. No, she identifies. Well, they. I, I don't. She. I don't like talking about this. Uh, and she's m- trans, and she's Mace, a woman. Mason Elijah identifies as a gay man. Oh. 
Especially like a gay man to do drag. I mean, he a great man to do drag. I don't know. I don't like using terms that I'm not allowed to use because I do not, you know, I'm not in those mm. communities and shit. I do whatever. And people get mad. So, yeah, um, basically he's uh, accusing Dwight Howard of cheating on him with transgenders at sex parties. He was having all, you know, raw sex, all willy-nilly and shit. Um, and also with that, uh... I guess his pastor threatened to, to kill Mason. What? Yeah, it was. He's been stalking. Who pastor? The White House pastor okay. uh, threatened to kill him if he came out with the information. He's been stalked and harassed, and yeah, this is not really cool. Like, I don't give a fuck what you do in your spare time. You know, do you? But you know. Don't put nobody life in danger because you own some shit that you don't want nobody. Some download shit. Yeah, like you know, it's it's cool. This girl exposed her man on uh, Facebook the other day. Really? Well, it was her ex. Damn. But apparently, she he had wrote a status saying, um, like my girl, my ex, mama, baby mama, sorry, blocked me on social media because my girlfriend asked to talk to my son. Oh no, my son asked to talk. To show her something, and she got mad and blocked me. And you know what I'm saying? Like that's bitter and childish. You got you got knocked up by somebody else's nigga, and you worried about the wrong things. That's what he said. Mm. But that's the thing. Oh, haha! Shameless plug. If you live in a glass house, you shouldn't throw stones because then <laughs> she came back. She came back and said, uh, she reposted his repost and said, no, nigga. I blocked you because I'm still uncomfortable with the fact that my son has a bisexual dad. <laughs> and um, turns out they broke up because she found him talking to men. And at the end of the day, uh, if you got business, you probably shouldn't go saying someone else's uh, because that's dumb. Yeah, I mean. At the end of the day. Yeah. That's basically all it is. Like, yeah, whatever you do. You do, but you gotta make sure your T's is crossing, your eyes is dotted before you go on some bullshit. Because people, I, I'm always ready. Try Unfortunately, it. try it if you want to. Yeah. Wow, wow. Mm. All right. So the other popular story this week is one Takashi Six Nine. Oh yeah. Who is facing life in prison? He's not even gonna do a week in jail. No, that nigga's going away. What do you do? Okay, so he is charged with uh, racketeering, conspiracy, and which is the the RICO Act, and uh, firearm offenses. Uh, yeah, he he he's listed in all this shit. So even if you know he was to tell, which is what a lot of people are suggesting that he is doing, seeing as he's been moved to a different facility in the middle of the night. That sounds like some, you know, snitch it. But yeah, he's still, he's still going to have to do at least 10 minimum. Damn. Yeah. So they pushed back the dummy boy album. That's probably never coming out. And somehow I don't care. I mean, it's sad. But when they say a guy works in mysterious ways, right? I mean, it's sad because, you know, this is the problem with, and I know I sound like old guy, even though I'm not really that old, but it's the problem with a lot of the younger people. Get your shit off, Joe. Because. 
<laughs> Ma don't look at me like that. <laughs> but it's the problem with a lot of younger people because you know you want to be that guy, but you're not that guy at all. So you you know you tend to get up out of your character, doing dumb shit, and that's not you. Like this is you know a 22 year old like honor student and shit. They got. Yeah, he was bright and shit, went to a good school and shit. Yeah, that, that nigga's not like... A thug? Yeah, he's not that at all. He at said he's the king of New York. He could have been if he wasn't fucking stupid. Yeah. Well, that's too bad. Like, it, it's, you know... Yeah, stop trying to be something that you're not. Like, just leave your shit on. I don't know about all of that. Everybody thought it was a publicity stunt for his album. No. But I guess not. <laughs> no. That's what I was seeing when it first happened. Because I just kind of blew it off. Because I saw people, someone was like, this is a publicity stunt. His album about to come out. Anybody stupid? I'm like, oh, okay. If it is, then yes, he is the troll king. But yeah, that, that ain't happening. That ain't happening. So it's unfortunate that, you know, these young kids be trying to play gangster and shit. And I'm a thug get, first. I actually get caught up in some bullshit. Now, you, you know, you got to go sit down for a long time. Think about that shit. Or you got to... You know, tell on your friends, which is even worse. And hope your shit still pop too when you get out. Yeah. That's that Gucci man shit. Like, all right, ask Bobby about that shit. Or Gucci. Well, yeah, I guess he would be more like Bobby. Yeah. Oh, so we all on bullshit, sir. <laughs> all right, well. All right. Cool. And a bit of sad news. Sad depression. Uh, Robert Nero and his wife of 20 years, Grace Hightower, are getting a divorce. No! Are he married to a black woman? Yes. They are getting a divorce. Damn. Have a 20-year-old son, Elliot, and a 6-year-old daughter, Helen Grace. They was fucking for a long time. Yeah. So, I mean, it seems like it's, you know, mutual on both sides. You know, they will remain co-parents and shit like that. Like, it's just, it was just time for them to separate. Which is unfortunate because, you know, we've always begged up Robert De Niro for being the one that, you know, was down with us, like, all the way. Like, he, <laughs> had, you know, he fight for our causes. He got a black wife and shit. Like, yeah, Robert De Niro, you the nigga. But, you know. He the nigga? Yeah, you the nigga. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> that nigga. Yeah, okay. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> you okay? Man, keep going, bro. <laughs> All right, and a bit of funny news before we end off on some sad stuff. Um, Why do you think so fucking sad? Because it's a six sad world. Oh, okay, cool. Her title. Um, so shut, uh, shut your poor ass mouth. Who the fuck you talking to like that? <laughs> okay. Yeah, I wouldn't know here ask for donations. For I don't people. give a fuck, nigga. So I'm, uh, I'm broke, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Don't steal my shit. I'm good. That ain't your <laughs> shit, man. All right. So, Mr. John Allen Chua, 27. <sighs> All right. So, there's been documentaries on this tribe in um, India. It's an island off the coast of India where this tribe is, like, notorious for not wanting any part of civilization outside of the tribe to be, you know, on the island. Like, they kill multiple people yearly. Like, if you go anywhere in the vicinity of the island, you will get murdered. So Sounds welcoming. Yeah, exactly. So, this guy, dum-dum, decided to go um, to... The island's called North Sentinel Island. And 
these people like don't like people. It's actually illegal to be on the island. Like, oh, it is. Yeah, tourists cannot. Like tourists for their own sake, it's illegal. Like nobody will take you there. You know, they catch you going that way, they will stop you and shit. So he went in the middle of the night to. Uh, he went over there to teach them about Christianity. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> That's ironic. Sorry. So it was a group of guys who uh, took him over there on boat where he later kayaked over there. They said they were watching him and everything. And yeah. They said they so he saw, went over there on some colonizer shit. Yeah. 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 All right. They said they, they last saw him alive the morning of. <laughs> I'm not funny. I'm sorry. And the next day they saw his body being dragged and then buried. And they rolled away. Because there was nothing that they could do about it. So, this is a lesson, you guys. Just, you know, don't go chasing waterfalls, man. Yeah, white privilege don't work out there. No, they don't care about none of that at all. All right. So, the saddest, quite possibly the saddest story this week. Um, (laughs) Dr. Tamara O'Neill and also... uh, Dr. Dana Les were involved in a shooting at Chicago's Mercy Hospital this week over a domestic dispute. So apparently the shooter, who was identified as 32-year-old Juan Lopez, was in a relationship with Dr. O'Neill. Dr. O'Neill was leaving um, the hospital after her shift. They got into it. She proceeded to go inside to get help. He proceeded to follow her. And shots rang out. Now, when I first heard this, I'm like, you know, I'm thinking, you know, okay, hospital shooting. Like, damn, you know, people kind of getting a little abrasive with the the shootings and shit. Like, y'all got to chill. Like, how y'all going in the hospital popping off niggas? But then I learned it was, you know, an actual love, a passion crime. Y'all got to quit. Like, y'all really do have to quit. Fellas, like, we don't own none of these women. Like, if they don't want to be with you, take that as a blessing and get rid of that headache. Like, it's okay. You know, you can have whatever feelings you want to have for them, but if it's not working, it's not working. If they don't want it to work, it does not have to work. So, just let that shit go. Like, you can't force anybody to be with you or love you or want you or any of that like it's okay like it's, it's plenty of people like outside of you know this person that you can do whatever with well it's not plenty of people outside of this person but you always have yourself e- sure. yeah even even still like yeah just okay if you you feel like that like take some time off like you know unfollow her you know block her number and shit like that like chill that's great and as a as a woman i'm gonna give you all some advice Leave them niggas on until you're safe. The fuck? Mm-mm. Fuck that. Mm-mm. Break up with them through text. And move. The fuck? Yeah. That's another like, thing. Like, I know people like, like, human decency is like, sometimes it's like, this shit almost got to go out the window. It's like, oh, it's rude to do stuff through text message or over the phone and, you know, letting somebody down easily and respecting them enough to say it to their face and all of that shit. Put yourself first. Put your safety first. Like, 
men may be mad at it all the time, but it's a lot of times, especially when I'm all by myself, if somebody asks my number, I'll give it to them and then block you later because I don't have time for that. You're not about to shoot me because I said no. Yeah, I mean, that's a very good strategy to have, but more importantly, <clears throat> females shouldn't have. No, we should not have, have to, to, but we don't have, have a choice. Practices. You have to be proactive too. Like, because, like, yes, you can't rest on the fact that people should know better. Or people should be more mentally stable. Or people should be able to, as an adult or at any point, be able to deal with rejection. We can't put stock in that. Only thing we can control is our own actions. And with that, with your with you controlling your own actions, I just say do what you have to do to be safe. And you do what you got to do to make it home safely or get away from that person or kind of whatever the fuck you got to do because absolutely in the fuck not. I know it sounds fucked up. Men be mad at me all the time when I tell them that, but I'm like, at the end of the day, my my safety comes first. So if I don't know how the fuck you're going to act or cut up or anything, I'm good. It's sad that women have to, and I'm not victim, villain, villainized about men at all, because I know all men are not like that. But I'm saying if the point of the matter is that you don't know, the difference between a situation and something that happened to somebody else and something that happened to you is just literally luck at that point. Yeah. So... Try, you know, monitor the situation you put yourself in and be proactive and not reactive. I'm going to get the fuck away from you safely, and then I'll talk my shit. <laughs> fuck. I don't want time for that. Yeah, it's, it's too often that sad. we are bitches and hoes and I'm going to kill you, bitch, and everything from simple things like rejection that they that they should have been able to process and learn long before they met you. Yeah. But you can't. You're not responsible for them learning that. But you have to protect yourself. So do what you got to do necessary to protect yourself. That's all I'm saying. You shouldn't have to. Yes, it's fucked up. I understand. The system is fucked up. But reality is that shit like this happens much too often. And you have to, you know, and this is the time we have to be selfish and be off self. So, yes, human, we want to be decent and everything like that. But you, not all the time, but you know when these niggas is crazy. Or if they got the potential to be crazy, mm-hmm. get the fuck on. And if you can't get the fuck on, nigga, man, you need to go away in this protection program. I don't know what the hell you got to do. But also be no, be sure to like explain. You know, I know a lot of people like to be you know private and secret. They don't want people to you know see them not in the best position. But you know, explain that situation to somebody because you know it's always good to have a friend. You know, in the time of need. Because, yeah, that could have been, you know, you could have somebody walk you, you know what I'm saying, in and out of work and shit like that. Like, okay, you know, this nigga crazy, X, Y, and Z. Like, yeah, all right. I got you. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, I'll make sure I look out for you and shit like that. So, ladies, you know, let somebody know, preferably a man. Guys, stop that shit, please. Because this is all too common occurrence and... It ain't even that necessary. Like I don't, I don't know how people get to that point where they feel like they have to do harm to somebody that they supposedly love. Like I, I don't get it. But yeah, that's that's the six. Well, I'm gonna end on a better, better note. So guys, congratulations are in order. Sorry. Kim Bella and um, Drew Santana are finally engaged. He proposed to her after 10 years and multiple children in jail time or whatever. 
at a concert or some shit. It was beautiful. Now listen here, it wasn't. But I feel like that's the kind of relationship they got. Anyways, listen here. So it was beautiful. I'm happy that they got their happy ending. A lot of things, points I would like to make. Actually, just a couple. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to do it swiftly. Because Hendrix is on some bullshit per usual. If that's your happy ending, let it be your happy ending. Nobody is really in a position to tell you what's right or wrong. Now, does everybody have an opinion and some the way they feel like they would handle situations and they want things to be different? Absolutely. And if that man really wants you and you decide to set boundaries and standards for yourself, he gonna respect that. And he gonna abide by that. Now, maybe <laughs> shit was a little bit more different because, you know, they have kids or whatever the case may be. Maybe it's not so easy to be like, nigga, 10 years? You got me fucked up. 10 years. <laughs> I was 18, 10 years ago. I wish somebody would waste that much of my fucking time. Anyways, listen. You got to do what make you happy. She put this status up. And I'm going to read it. Stupid. Nobody's stupid. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm taking a high road. I'm, I mean, I'm done dogging people out. But like you said, like let your happiness be your happiness. Yeah. But anyway, she put a post up. And she said, we've been together since 2009. Next year will make 10 years. Lady, if that man, if that's the man you want and love, you will wait however long if the love is real. Thank you for the love and support. Now, that's her truth. I'm not waiting that fucking long for anything. Fuck that. But completely happy for them. Like, I don't, I'm not one, I'm not about to call her stupid. I'm not about to do none of that because at the end of the day, like, fuck my single ass now. But at the end of the day, I've been in situations where I was like, I could choose to be in a shitty ass relationship or be single, a bitch is single. You know what I'm saying? You can choose whatever matters the most to you, personally. But congratulations, though. I'm happy that they finally, that he finally decided to make that step. Everybody's rules are different. I saw a lot of women that was, like, dogging her out and, you know, whatever the case may be. I'm trying to move away from being negative about other people's decisions in their life that don't affect me hmm. that don't affect me I so say men and races are not off the hook here um, <laughs> um <laughs> so yeah congrats like i said again i just thought that was interesting because it caused a huge conversation about like well shit finally or da 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 10 years is a long fucking time. Yeah. It's a long time. Even if I was to get with somebody when I was 18, it was 10 years later now, nigga, and I'm only 28. That's still too fucking long. Like, I don't think you have to set ultimatums or anything in your marriage, but your mate has to understand where you are in your relationship, brother. Your mate has to understand where you are, who you are, and what your expectations are. And that's a part of deciding if y'all need to be together and everything like that because... He'll either respect it or he'll get the fuck on, and that's what it really comes down to. But like I said, I mean, well, I can take this. Like, fellas, don't wait until you end some shit to commit. Like, I'm so tired of niggas like about to do bids and shit that want to, you know, marry the, the chick that's been, you know, down for them, like riding for them and shit like that. And don't wait until you get in some bullshit to be like, okay, yeah, now nah, I'm ready. No, nah, be ready before that. That's all I gotta say about that. Yeah. I, honestly, lately, it used to make me mad when I was younger, but a lot of niggas have been telling me, like, when I've been meeting, I'm like, oh, I'm not ready for a relationship. Thank you. Thank you. That's the first step. <laughs> That's the first step. 
I appreciate these men that I've been coming across recently. Like, I'm not ready. Or, like, I met this guy. and But I've also, I'm growing as well, too. Because I met this guy. And, like, his conversation was off. It's off because where I'm at and where you at is different. And I feel that immediately because I love, I love, I'm, I'm on energy right now. And so, some of the shit that he was saying was cool. It was too much. It was, it wasn't even necessarily obviously suggestive. But I think everything is suggestive. <laughs> It wasn't obviously this, but I was like, mm-mm, mm-mm. So I'm we should chill. No, we shouldn't chill anywhere. We can go somewhere in public in daylight. <laughs> but it was just like, I don't know, I don't know about that shit. So <clears throat> and I asked him, I'm like, oh, you know, you asked him what I was looking for. He was like, what are you looking for? And I was just, I, I asked him that. And he was just like, well, he was telling me about his last relationship. And I was like, that was soon. Like, you've been out of a six-year relationship for almost a year, so not quite a year yet. You're not ready to date. And I said, I was like, that's pretty soon. You can't possibly be ready to date. And like, I'm ready to date. I'm just not looking for a relationship anytime soon. Mm-hmm. What that means <laughs> in translation is I'm ready to waste your time. And I'm going to have time to waste. So, um, I'm good. And I told him that. Cause like he was just like, oh yeah, like some shit. So you you want a relationship? Yes. I'm not dating for no reason. I'm not dating to say I'm dating. I'm past the point in my life where I'm cool enough to deal with whatever somebody dishes out to me, just to say I have somebody. I'm good on that. I have and own all my vibrators, so wow. I'm good. <laughs> They're all mine. Bro, Nobody chill. can take those from me. My nigga, nobody's out here to lease and vibrators. I don't know what they do. <laughs> but I'm just saying, those are things that I know in my life is mine. I'm not about to try to get a nigga to be on where I'm at, nigga. I'm only worried about things that are already mine. Those are mine. Mine. So, <laughs> at the end of the day, you have fun finding somebody to fill that suck-ass role, but I don't want to do it. That pretty much just means you want pussy and no commitment. And then when I start feeling some kind of way, you could be like, but I told you I wasn't. Mm-mm. Save it. Look, yeah, don't say that shit. Like, say, y'all got to come up with more inventive ways to say some shit like that. What? But I told you I wasn't ready for a relationship. You told me you wanted to waste my time. This is all, that's all that shit looks like. It's like, uh... And I guess I'm going to talk more into that, actually, when we get into the less argue topic, because it's kind of relevant. But, yeah... Fuck y'all. Fuck y'all. Okay. I'm good. <clears throat> <laughs> I'm just saying. People will treat you like you a lot of them treat you. Same thing. This other guy was like, oh, you want to see Creed too? Like, I didn't see the first one. We can watch the first one together, and then we can go see the other one another time. Like, we going to watch it where? Your house? My house? No. Neither. So... Unless they got a special show on the part one, I'm not going nowhere. I'm not going, I'm actually, no, I'm not staying in nowhere, nigga. I'll go, <laughs> I'll watch it by myself. Rent me the DVD. Sick guy. And I'm not doing it. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck all you niggas. Oh, oh, I said God. I was done. Oh, Jesus. I said I was done. All right. But I do respect y'all niggas that are, are courageous enough. To actually give women the right to choose. And what I mean that is choose to do with your bullshit or not. Because that's really important. A lot of confusion will end if you up front be like, I got a bitch. Do you want to be a side chick or not? Or 
I'm not about a relationship. Do you want to fuck me for no reason or no? Let me choose. The answer is always no, but let me choose though. Mm-hmm. It's going to be yes. You're going to you're gonna get a yes. You know what I'm saying? Just like all these niggas I keep me want to fuck, eventually somebody going to be trying to wife me. Fuck y'all. Mm-hmm. Ain't that right, Hendrix? Huh? All right, moving on. We got emails on there. No, but if you want to email me to ask me out, you can do so at ask2ampodcast at gmail.com. I'm glad that's what you run. You know you're going to get solicited. Nobody's going to say anything. Yeah, that's true. Ask2ampodcast at gmail.com. The number two, send any questions, comments, or concerns to that email. We'll ask them out on the show, or I'll just reply back unless it's something real nice. And I'll read it. Anyway, fuck us up. So, mind a millennial. Mind of a millennial. What's going on? What's your What's your question this week? You said you had a very Damn, interesting. Damn, you made me forget. Fuck, my memory is <coughs> so bad. Okay. This guy right here. Oh, my best friend's calling me. That's great. All right. So, since you don't have a question, I'm prepared to do what you're supposed to be doing. Go ahead. <clears throat> One second. Hey, girl. I'm recording. I'm about to call you back, though. Okay. Love you. This gonna be in the episode too. I don't fuck it, ain't. <laughs> anyway, so Nicole said, "Hey y'all." Anyways, what's the next segment? Oh, what's the question? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no idea. Okay, so I was having a discussion with with somebody normal. Um, <clears throat> I was having Do a discussion with somebody, and we were talking about names. And just going through, like, you know, a lot of names and shit like that. So, my question to you is, what, I guess you're going to give me a male and female. What are some of the most nasty names that you know of? And I, nasty meaning, like, when you hear that name, you just kind of like, ugh. Like, ugh. Yuck. That type of shit. I had this conversation similarly with my friend. It wasn't in the same context but I was talking about just names that I don't like saying like it's people's names I meet them and I don't say them but I realize I've never said their name they got weird ass names or ugly ass names like you're not about to fuck a nigga named Jerome and say that shit all out that was the number one name on the list it's like Jerome is a nasty ass name like you're not about to be like oh Jerome <laughs> that don't even sound good actually all them niggas with them old ass names Omar Jerome I put. I think uh, we put Jermaine on that list. Jermaine, too. that's a good one. Like you ain't got no nickname, bro. Roger was on that list too. Roger's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. So what about female names? What's some nasty female names that you don't want to say? Like mine, mine would be like Elizabeth. Like it's too. Yeah, many, it's, it's too much in that. It's too professional. No, not even too professional. It's too many words. I mean, you know the. But see, it's too it's too easy to get that shit some nicknames though. What's the nickname for Jerome? Rome, nigga. Yes. That don't sound good. That don't sound no better. <laughs> At least if you you know you hit a girl named Elizabeth, you can be like Lizzie. No, that sounds disgusting. Liz. <laughs> no. <Nope>. Lizard. <laughs> nope. You know what I'm saying. Oh, that sounds nasty. Yeah, I did a nigga named Ian. That is a nasty ass. It's name. a nasty name. <laughs> You're not saying it. Oh, Ian. But see, that's what I wouldn't even wouldn't even really go in that route. But it kind of correlates because you. Don't that's the way we went into because it, it, it's, it's names I don't say in regular life. Like like one of my 
cool. Like, this nigga, I'm super cool. Like, that's my homie. Name is Omar. I never said a nigga name. I'm like, what up? <laughs> you disrespectful. What up? Bro, that's a weird name. What up? My name might sound like that to people, but I go by Casey most of the time. I don't expect no nigga to be like, oh, Casey. Well, actually, I feel like. <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just saying. Certain things you don't expect. It's them, it's them weird old ass names. Nigga's name Cliff. You're not about to say that shit. Clifford, nigga? Is your name Rudolph, nigga? I'm not saying that. Big fella. Yeah, it was just going through, like, you know, the different variations. It's some old ass names. That's why all the thought names is the young names. A nigga named Dre gonna ruin your life. Don't fuck a nigga named Dre. But yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. Like, those are like. It's the. it's the, it's the it's the new nigga names. Like Mike is annoying as fuck. Like everybody knows an annoying ass Mike. Mike, Michael, whatever. Yeah, that nigga's annoying. For sure. Yeah, it's all the trash ass niggas. <laughs> Dewan. Juan. All of that shit. He gonna fuck your life up. Don't fuck with a nigga with that name. That nigga gonna try and flip your taxes and come up trash. Man. That nigga a swiper. A nigga <laughs> named Juan is a swiper. Don't do it. He gonna steal out your purse. Oh, God. Don't you do that. I already know. <laughs> Not from experience, but I just assume I imagine I have a great vivid vision of Juan stealing from me. I don't know nobody named Juan, but if I did. Like, uh, what's the name? Oh boy. Who? Marcus. That's a nasty ass name. And that was a nasty nigga. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's a nasty Somebody ass named name. Marcus. Created solely to ruin your life. <laughs> you knew that. You knew when they met him. That that nigga wasn't shit. Anytime you meet a fuckboy, they got fuckboy name. You're like, oh, okay. Chris, he gonna ruin your life. <laughs> Christopher, he gonna fuck your shit all up. Don't don't fuck with a nigga named Chris. Okay, he calling you. He not, he not calling me. Who? Chris. Oh. <laughs> Forgot about him. <laughs> what up, Chris? <laughs> what you mean, my nigga? You got a nasty ass name. <laughs> That's a fuckboy name. You know what a fuckboy name is when you hear it. He like, oh this nigga, oh this nigga, he gonna stay with me taking my income taxes back. Then he right out the door. And he gonna leave. And then gonna have me buy my PlayStation and leave. You gotta, you gotta not do it. We screening niggas by names and zodiacs exclusively. No, don't even don't, get to know him. Don't shame me about no zodiac. I'm just playing, but it sounds good. It's all you stupid. And this is the kind of ignorant ass advice you'll be really giving to people. Mm. Oh, you a Taurus? Oh, I'm not fucking with you. Why you have to do my shit though? Well, because Tauruses are in generally fucked up in general. <laughs> They're terrible fucking people. Whatever. Devin is another fuckboy name. He's also a Taurus. He gonna fuck your life up too. Don't fuck with that nigga either. I know a Taurus named Devin, and he ain't shit either. My little homie, bro. He's and he a little nigga that ain't shit. <laughs> he been pushing, bitch. You gotta get you a nigga with a nice name. My best friend hug, husband name is Tim. That's a nigga that's gonna do you right. <laughs> <laughs> That's my bro, though. He good people. 
He don't have a thigh name though. Hmm. Nigga gonna be in the comments. Thanks for the shout out. <laughs> <laughs> what up, TJ? <laughs> <laughs> but for real, hmm. stay away from niggas with fuckboy names and fuckboy tendencies. But the names will tell you. You know what I'm saying? I'm screening niggas by names alone. And Zodiacs, like I said. Now, if I would have known about niggas, you know, Taurus. <clears throat> to what? Mm-hmm. I hope you choke on that shit. Some good water. I wouldn't know. That's right. That's right. Anyway, so. What's, did you remember your No, question? I did not. And it was a good question, no, too. <laughs> um, Hypothetically speaking, what would make you respect my time more? Um. <laughs> If if you had to just guess, hmm. uh, well, you know, <laughs> I'm gonna be late to my own funeral. You are so. definitely listen here. If you actually invite or do anything with Hendrix and expect him to be there on time, he's not. not Is this nigga happen. not on time for shit that he's supposed to do? Work, <laughs> the podcast. If he's not on time for shit that's seemingly supposed to be important, bitch, it's looking bad for you. So, just a heads up, don't do it. I'm just letting y'all know. Because this nigga's tardy for every party. <laughs> every function, event, appointment. He on his late big fella. So, just so y'all know. Full disclosure. Don't do it. Don't schedule shit with this nigga. You know, people be waking me up up my sleep on some bullshit. If so. you want to go to dinner at 9, tell that nigga 6.30. That's nah. the only way he's gonna be on time. I'm still making about eight thirty, eight thirty five. For like, real though, like, like no one's you, playing. You here? I'm sitting here like this nigga here. This nigga was supposed to be on his way and got in the shower an hour after I talked to him. I'm like, what do you know? I used to get in the shower. I'm about to get in the shower. I was on the phone with you an hour ago. He was delaying my shower, my chill time before my shower. You can chill later. No, I can't. You can though. Can't. Why can't? No. I'm here. <laughs> That's defeating the purpose. If you actually came at noon and recorded from noon to two, you would have your whole day Mm-mm. to do whatever the fuck you black ass wanted Mm-mm. to do. Mm-mm. Okay. Niggas, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> and y'all wonder why I'm trying to be a better person. It won't work out. No, I don't got nothing to do with your thing. Niggas. Yo. This is how niggas are. He is a spokesperson for all niggas. I'm not. Today you are. Like I said. So that was your question. Yep. Uh Because I can't think of my real question, and I really it was it was some bullshit. But I really wanted to ask you. Mm -hmm. You knew it was some bullshit. Mm -hmm. Oh okay. It's coming from you. Oh okay. I'm not really a bullshit. Don't listen to what he said. So you want to marry me? I'm still available. Um, Run. People not respecting my time. <laughs> that's a good one still. Mm. All right, I guess that's it. Mm, okay. Damn, I'm so mad. Mm. Damn, I hate you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Moving right along. What's next? I don't know what's next. It's your part of the show now. Okay, hi guys. <laughs> It's time to argue. We're not really about to argue. Because, first of all, Hendrix knows better. And second of all, I'm not really in an arguing mood. Even though I'll probably go on a rant later. But right now, I'm doing just fine. Just thanks for asking. So this week, we are t- all talking about contradictions. Yay! 
contradictions are pretty much all through our life. We contradict ourselves. We never mind. I'm leave that out. <laughs> we contradict ourselves all the time. <laughs> no, stop doing that. Um, and I was just thinking about this. There are so many different contradictory life ideologies that we live by. It's the same thing of absence make the heart grows fonder and what's the other one out of sight out of mind right or we have contradictions like um what's another one it was another one oh opposites attract and but you also have the one that birds with feather flock together so literally our whole most of our beliefs ideology stuff like that is built on contradictory ass views and so the thing is i was thinking of is pretty much do you take an active or passive approach to your life? Is one of these approaches more effective than the other? And how do we manage to function in a world full of contradictions? Like, where do you think these things come from? And is it any way to not live contradictory? Like, you think about it. Like, you have the idea that good things come to those who wait. And you have people that tell you all the time to go be a good go-getter. The same thing when people are like, oh, you know, you're trying to find love and... They're like, oh, you have to actively find it versus let it find you, right? Or you have shit like, um, what's another one I was thinking about earlier? Oh, faith versus action. We live in a society that's suit well, country, that super fucking religious, but then we also are like supposed to be science-based. It's so much contradiction in everything we do, science versus religion, the morality of compromise. The idea of compromising is supposed to be like weakness, but people ex- respect people for being able to compromise successfully because it shows that you're supposed to be this well-balanced person. But compromise in a general sense is like weakness, right? Yeah. So, or the whole thing of like a lesson learned versus you being bitter. People are so quick to tell people when they're going through shit to be like, Oh, like, why are you being stupid? You ain't learned your lesson yet. You stupid everything. But then on the other end, if you're, like, reserved and, you know, you're actually a child of classical conditioning and the conditioning worked and you're like, I'm good, then you bitter. But if you was doing the same stupid shit you've been doing and being open and everything, then people would tell you that you dumb, you this, you that. But if you actually learn from your lesson, they're going to call you bitter. Yeah. it's literally like all of these different things where you can't win. And it's a, um, it's actually a term called double think that suggests that you, you, this idea of holding on to two contradictory beliefs simultaneously and accepting them both. So is that just what we do for everything? Like why you think, why do you think that is? And is it possible to actually break that cycle? What are your thoughts on all the contradictory things that takes place and I guess just human experience in general. Well, I was a walking contradiction myself. You are? Um, I mean, I think it's just the, the balance of, of the way that life works. Like it's a, we live in a yes, no world. Like things can like change at breakneck speed. So you could be, you know, it, it has a lot to do with the way that, uh, you know, your outlook is, your outlook can change instantly. So a lot of times it it really depends on what mood you're in, like what mindset, like, you know, are you high energy or, you know, low energy? Like you feeling good or you feeling bad? Like that has something to do with everything. 
Like, and a lot of times those contradictions just kind of flow seamlessly. Like, you know, the early bird gets the worm, but, you know, it's better to work smarter, not harder. You know, all of that shit goes together. So, yeah, the way we live is just, it's just an example of that. Like, nothing is concrete. That's why we have contradictions. Like, it can always go one or two ways Hmm. for the most part. I think what I kind of concluded is that it's, I think it's something that is unavoidable. Because what we do, it's the same thing with like, whatever, fuck it. We had a whole religion episode, so y'all should just be over it by now. It's the same thing with like religion. How most of that shit contradicts itself. Right. Well, as far as the Bible is concerned. Because it's just like a one in. It's like, do this. Do that. Don't actually do that. But that's how life is. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's why I feel like it's almost like if we're, if so many of us adopt these Christian principles, these principles from the Bible or whatever religion you choose to follow, we'll automatically all be all contradictory. If that's the, 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 if that's what we base our lives on, if if that's what's leading us, won't that just make, we'll be as contradictory as that is. Yeah, we are. It seems as it seems as if, because actually, you know, perfect. I'm going to backtrack a little bit. I remember being in middle school and going to a Lutheran school and seeing the difference in the textbook. Right? Uh-huh. How is that even fair? I have a science book in this school that's telling me that God created all of this thing, you know, heaven, hell, all that earth, and all of this stuff, seven days, all that great stuff. Shout out to religion and memory test. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I can that's one school but then I went to regular public school before and after that that taught evolution right. so it was just kind of like that in itself is contradictory like you'll never be how can you respect both opinions in that way I mean you can respect both opinions without actually like believing in both opinions especially with that example like Nobody fucking knows. So, it's based off of a belief system. What do you believe to be true? Do you believe that, you know... Can a scientist be religious? I feel like I asked that before, but I'm curious. I'm pretty sure they can. How can you believe in evolution and still believe that he created everything? I mean, depending on how long you want to make that story, all of that is possible. So you believe that both took place? Yeah. You believe that he created whatever first and then evolution took place, essentially. That was part of his creation. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, <clears throat> the seven-day theory, in my mind, we don't know how long those fucking days were. So, we have no idea. Yeah, according to Manifest. Like, we have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> we have no idea how long that shit was, so, Yeah. All that shit could have taken place. Who knows? I don't. I was not there. Well, I guess I was technically there. Mm-hmm. But, you know. No, I have no idea. So, yeah, it, it really depends on what you feel like believing in. Because it can... <clears throat> everything can just be, you know, one-sided. 
to this side. Like, okay, I really believe that, but you know, I kind of believe that. Like, yeah, it's a contradiction for a reason. It seems as if, and I know I'm not even gonna say it seems. It definitely is the fact that we as people use and apply whatever, whichever saying fits our situation. It justifies our actions already. So if you're like, if you're not getting along with someone, you're like, oh, you know, well, birds of a feather flock together. We have nothing in common. Mm-hmm. But if you're talking to somebody and y'all have nothing in common, but y'all click, you're going to like opposites attract. You know what I'm saying? If you are, if someone is being offensive or anything, you're going to be like, uh, what is that fucking saying? Oh. If someone is being whatever, not like saying stuff, but not acting on it, you're going to be like, oh, well, action speak louder than words. Right. But then if someone is saying shit um, and they're not, you know, really like manifesting like over oh, the pen is mightier than the sword. It's all these kind of contradictory ass statements. And it's like, but you literally going to choose what applies. And I said this earlier when we were talking about the topic and I was talking about like, think about the wealthy, right? These people can be philosophical and they can worry about their health. And they can worry about their energy and they can worry about having positive vibes and all this stuff like that. But the rest of the world, they're thinking about money. So to someone that's already wealthy, they can confidently say the best things in life are free. Because at that point, you're not worried about money. So you can focus on love and happiness and all that other stuff. But if I'm poor or struggling or anything, to me, all my problems can be solved by money. If I'm sitting here and I'm arguing with my wife because we are struggling to pay the bills, if I'm struggling to provide for my children, if I'm struggling, you know what I'm saying, to whatever the fuck the case may be. To me, my problems with my marriage can be solved through money. My problems with providing for my family can be solved through money. All of these things can be solved because my problems are all financial. I don't get the luxury to think about my health. I don't get the luxury to think about the other things in life that could potentially make me happy like you do. So our reality is to be different. So while you're thinking, well, you know, the best things in life are free because you can appreciate love and everything. It's the same reason why, you know, people like rich people die or commit suicide and everybody's like, why the fuck would you kill yourself? And you got it made. Right. Because you don't think about the other things that go on in your life as far as like being lonely or depression or everything like that that ha- can happen to anybody. You don't have the luxury of thinking like that. Because your problems, or at least you feel like your problems are all financial. Because you only focus on that one major problem or major issue in your life. And, you know, that person that's sitting there talking about where nothing in life is free, which is a contradiction to the, the you know, whatever. Which is bullshit. It's kind of like they're thinking, I gotta work for everything. Nothing's gonna come easy. Or what is the other one? Nothing nothing that comes easy is worth it. Yeah. What? <laughs> the nigga who stole my $140 probably thought that was worth it for sure, and they came really easy. <sighs> Fucking assholes. <laughs> Somebody, like, it's different struggles. So it's like, Maybe some things are more applicable to certain people. But for the person that's lost... So nasty. What? Applicable. For the people that's lost, for the per- person that's lost or confused, maybe low on faith, 
or whatever the case may be. I will say that I think that it it's harder because all you have are these contradictory ideas being thrown at you and you don't know which one to believe. Yeah. I think about that all the time as someone that's like single, right? I'm always like, so am I possibly actively looking for love or letting it find me? <laughs> like, what the... What I mean, I think, doing? but see, I think that's the thing with contradictions. Like, both sides have truth to them. Like, it's a kernel of truth to both sides. And, like I said, it's up to you, like, what your mindset is, what you believe. Because, yeah, in one instance, you are supposed to be searching for love. But in another instance, good things come to those who wait. So, you you need to be active. But you also need to understand that sometimes shit just fall in your lap. Maybe it's like everything has small print to it. It's the same thing with like opposite attract. Like opposite attract, nigga, and in parentheses at the bottom of small print is like sometimes. Yeah. And the same yeah. thing is like birds that a feather flock together. You can have too much stuff in common where it's not interesting. Have you ever been too much like somebody? And you was like, oh, fuck this. <laughs> like you do act too much like me and I don't like me. Sometimes. No comment. Oh, you don't want to answer. Okay. <laughs> don't comment on that. I don't have nothing to do with you. I don't have nothing to comment with you. Let me fuck that. No, you got you no, fucked I'm better. Up. I'm better than you. <laughs> now. You want to go outside? At the end of the day, you going to go outside, <laughs> nigga. Throw your ass outside like Jeff. I mean, yeah. Okay, look. I feel like. I'm going to fall on that. I can remember my point. All right, you made me forget. Fuck face. Shut up. Okay. Yeah. Um, back to the whole applause to you in that moment. Sorry. Is it... So, I guess it's no, nece- not necessarily any right or wrong because you're going to do whatever applies to you. But the fact of the matter is that with them contradicting each other, I guess maybe... Do you think that we should not look at stuff that are that contradicts itself as negative? Would that be the suggestion here? Because I feel like when I hear the word contradictory, it comes off with a negative connotation to it. No, I mean, nothing is, like, black and white. Like, the world is gray. Like, it's always a gray area. Yeah, for sure. So, I think that's why a lot of contradictions actually make sense. Because you can see it. Like, both sides, you can see See, it. See, I don't be seeing either one of these motherfucking things working out. It's times like as someone that like believes but aren't but isn't super religious, I deal with that a lot where I'm just kinda like okay, so boom. Sorry, I just like saying that because it's funny. Uh okay, so boom. <laughs> On one hand, you like people tell you like, oh, if you believe in this and you pray for this and you have faith. And you, you know, do this, do that, do that. You have this kind of turnout, right? But see, that's the thing. You can't have, you can't predetermine what you're going to get. Well, no, not this turnout. Well, positive turnout, right? If you do all the right things, that you'll have this positive turnout or whatever the case may be. And, but if you actively think that, does it make it genuine? That's what I'm saying. If you're thinking like, well, I've been praying and doing right and doing this, this, that, and the third and being better and better in myself. If you're doing everything with the um, intentions and the motive behind it, 
for that positive outcome, does that make it as valid as someone that's just like, oh, you know, give it to God and let it go and set it and forget it? Like, no. But that's what I'm saying, though. It's the same thing, you know. But one is active and one is passive. I'm actively thinking, like, okay, I have to do these things to to better my life. And then, but on the other end, you're like, okay, my life going better itself, nigga. I don't get, that's what I'm saying. It's confusing. I mean, what I took from that is, like, somebody saying, like, okay, I'm going to do, you know, if I do X, Y, and Z, like, this is going to happen. But you also have to do other things around this X, Y, and Z. You know, you can say all the shit that you want to say, but if you're not putting action behind it, it don't really But what is the action to behind behind it? Like, I'm using dating a lot as an example because that's my life. But I mean, it's like, what if it's the job that you want or anything like that? It's like, oh, I've been praying and I've been bettering myself to be the person that deserves this blessing. I've been doing this, you know what I'm saying? I've been making room in my life. I've been reading the scriptures or whatever the hell you do. Well, see, that is something that I tend to get into arguments with people about is just because you want it and you pray for it and X, Y, and Z that does mean not mean that it's for you. Mm. Like, everybody got a different story. Now, you can force your story to be whatever you want it to be, but that don't mean that it's going to turn out to be a great story for you. So, yeah, you can do this, this, and that and get that and realize Oh, I don't want shit to do with this at all. That ain't, this ain't it. Right, exactly. But you didn't, you know, spend all this time, and that creates further anger. Like, well, what the fuck? Like, I got what I wanted, but I'm still not happy. You know what I'm saying? Like, so you have to understand sometimes, like, you put in a position to where you don't get something to open up an opportunity somewhere else where you actually get, like, fulfillment. So... Yeah, like, it's a contradiction. So, yeah, you can put forth all this sin and all this action and shit like that and actually get where you want to be and find out that that's not what you actually wanted in reality. So, in in, in all actuality, it seems like you have little control over almost what happens to you. So, with that, with you having little control over your life in the in in the general sense, everything is faith based. No, you just gotta go out and do what you you know. You gotta make the best of of whatever situation. It's the same thing. People are like, oh, it's, you know, whatever you think is gonna. <laughs> or, all right, now. Nah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Whatever you think is what's gonna happen. Or then it's like, okay, but it's like, I'm thinking, I'm like, because at the end of the day, you can hope for the best and prepare for the worst. Is me, are you telling me me preparing for the worst is going to make the worst happen? Like, that seems unfair. Not, well, we know our know life is unfair, but I'm saying like, it seems unjust, like kind of fucked up. If you're like, okay, if they're saying like, well, you, cause you have to, I guess you, at the end of the day, you got to blindly follow and just hope that and not worry about it. You have to literally set and forget life. Is that the way? Would would you say do you literally have to just kind of like set and forget? But I guess that goes back to my question: like, you do you actively live your life, or do you live it passively? Do you live your life trying to do whatever the hell is necessary to put yourself in the best position to accomplish everything you want in life, love, work, career? You know what I'm saying? Family. Mm-hmm. Do you actively do anything? Do everything necessary to get exactly where you want to be in every aspect of your life, or do you? Live your life just living it and hoping that shit happens. You hope that you fall, go out one day and fall in love and get married. You hope that you 
are, you know, you hope you get that promotion that you apply for and, you know, have a better life and earn more money and be more financially stable. Do you just go through your life doing that or are you continuously being the shark? Well, see, that's the greatest contradiction ever. Like, that's the greatest contradiction that you'll go through is the fact that you don't know exactly what's best for you until you actually get there. So. Yeah. That doesn't make anybody feel any better. No, I'm, I'm just, I'm just. Because like, how do you know when you're there? I'm confused. Because you'll feel good, like you. <laughs> but see, the thing is that I think everything in life is temporary. Every everything is temporary. Well, of course. Not in a very not. I don't even mean that in a morbid sense. I mean, obviously, we all die. That's the only thing we know certain in life. We have anything we can be certain that we're all gonna die, right? That's the only thing you can be certain of. The only thing you can know, only thing you know for sure is that we were all born and we were all die. Only thing you can bank on in this whole life, right? Mm-hmm. With that being the case, I forgot my point. Okay. <laughs> Don't matter. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Right, shut up. <laughs> Damn, I really was. My memory, bro. Like, I really got to work on it. Like, it's bad. It's right. It's not even funny no more. Like, it's just getting ridiculous. Because I really forgot my point. I was so passionate, I forgot. My passion clouded my memory, and I forgot what the fuck I was even talking about. Like, I can't remember a remnant of what the fuck I was talking about. Whatever. At the end of the day. All right, Joe. It seems lonely. It seems like to live, it seems a life to live, it seems like you have to live a life full of uncertainty. And for someone like me that's a control freak, it's a daunting thing. Oh, that's what I was saying. Whew, it came back. Everything is temporary. The pain is temporary. The joy is temporary. Pleasure is one of the most temporary things there is. So, if you live your life that way, that's how I've been kind of dealing with my own, even though I'm still going to go to therapy. Thanks for asking, guys. <laughs> Whoa. Even though I know, like, I, I know I suffer from depression or whatever. And one of the ways I managed to get through that is just the ideology of this. It's always temporary. Not the idea of going through depression because the bitch is depressed. I'm saying it's temporary. The feeling that you feel in that moment, where you feeling it? Like right now, how I feel right now, I won't feel it 20 seconds from now because it's all fucking temporary. It's a spectrum. I could feel better five minutes from now or I could feel worse five minutes from now. Exactly. It's a spectrum. Everything in life is a fucking spectrum. And once you realize that, you get locked in to reality of what life is. Bunch of fucking choices, yeah. bunch of, bunch of contradictions, and a bunch of temporary manifestations of different. I'm sorry, I'm, this sounds fake intelligent. I am really intelligent, but it, it was just too many big words clustered together. I'm sorry. Anyways, listen. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is <laughs> temporary, and I was dealing with that this week because I was like. Circa Sunday, um, apologize for a little energy last episode. Circa Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, I felt like shit, like whole shit. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, I felt like trash. Wednesday was getting better. Thursday, Friday, well, I'm telling my money until somebody robbed me. <laughs> but I was actually in that situation to be like, they deserved it more. So Thursday, Friday, Saturday, until now. <laughs> I felt better. So it's like one day you can wake up and be like, my life sucks. I want to die. Everything is trash. I mean, that never ends because I'm just a very morbid person. I'm very comfortable with death. I guess it's weird to people, but I am sorry. 
So it's just like I go through shit like that. Like, oh shit, this ain't it. I'm good. I'll try again next lifetime. I don't have time for the shit. I'm done. Right. I just get out of there. Like I literally was in a mood where I was like, I just really want to like wake up, go to work, come home, go to sleep, and actually not do anything the fuck else ever. Mm-hmm. I felt like that for about three or four days. And then I woke up one day without doing any work. It's like I did any work on myself or my thought processes or anything like that. But I woke up one of the days, one or two days later, and completely looked in the mirror and knew and felt like I was the shit. I was the end all and be all in my life. And anything I want will manifest itself into be whatever the fuck I want it to be. I felt more control in my life that day. Both of those feelings are temporary. Okay. So you can be feeling yourself one day, and the next day it can be gone. <laughs> and you can feel your shit. No, I've been feeling myself for a while now. But it's like, and, you feel, and then you can be feeling like shit one day, and then I'll be gone. So it's like it's really just like humbling yourself in those uptime and loving yourself in those downtime. It would be the... man. I said I was going to stop with the big words and and explanations. Mm. Would be the kind of like the, that's also a big word. I was about to say juxtaposition. (sighs) Would be better for your life. Okay. (laughs) Shit. Mm -hmm. I'm broke, baby. (laughs) (laughs) What? Broke, baby. No, nigga. Keep using that rich vocabulary, my guy. I'm poor. (laughs) <laughs> but what I lack in finances, I, I make up for in spirit. That's a lie. I'm negative most of the time. But at the end of the day, that's also part of my term. So you kind of just got to roll with it. Funny story. Met somebody and they told me they were nonchalant and um, extremely optimistic. And I almost blocked them. I did because it's the opposite of everything my character represents. Pause. Why you gotta talk about me like that, though? It wasn't true. That sounds pretty... You're not... I am optimistic. I've never witnessed that. Yeah. Anyway, so... You still here? They told me they were... Actually, you hear my mouth. They told me they were extremely optimistic. <laughs> and nonchalant. I am extremely pessimistic extremely but not in an irritating way i was watching the debbie downer skits from saturday night live and i felt like i'm not that i don't like open my mouth to say bullshit i keep it to myself that's different anyways i'm extremely pessimistic just don't know just don't ask me because y'all want to know i tell people that all the time and if they ask me some shit like you don't actually want to know i just keep telling them that they realize that they don't want to know because i'm trying not to bring you down i don't bring people with my bullshit kind of we talked about that last week everything myself anyways extremely pessimistic and i over care about everything that might be a contradiction no no it's not kind of but how it but but, so would the reverse be a contradiction because is it really a necessary contradiction to not care about anything but then think everything but see everything in a optimistic way that seems contradictory that seems more contradictory than the Reverse. I'm gonna not care about shit, but then I see the good and everything. Or maybe you don't care because you know everything will work itself out. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Would that be logical? Mm-hmm. No. I don't know. No, no, no. no, okay, cool. I didn't think so. No, no, I mean, it's like I like I said, I overcare. I don't even understand nonchalantness. 
because I care about everything. Except for shit I don't care about. Let me actually use that as a disclaimer. Oh, <laughs> that's a lot of shit I don't care about. I'm like, ooh, I don't care about that at all. But it's a lot. Everything that I do care about, I overcare. That makes sense? No, you're passionate. I'm passionate. There we go. Thanks, Hendrix. Thank you. That's the most useful thing you've done all year. It's November. So I guess that's it. Do you have anything else to add? No, I mean, just understand that contradictions are a part of life. and So there's no way to right these wrongs. There's no way to choose and say which is right. That's the whole thing. So should should we not even look at contradictions as being negative? They're not negative. Because when people tell me some shit, I'm like, that's contradictory. I use that to break down people's arguments on a very regular basis. Because you're trying to make a point with a contradictory outlook. It's just kind of like, but that, bro, you're contradicting yourself. So I can't actually justify what the fuck you're saying because it doesn't make logical sense. It's so funny because I often hear how men are supposed to be logical, women are emotional. I'm extremely logical and I'm extremely emotional. So, ha, through a wrench in your plans. Uh, yeah. What? Yeah, that sounds about right. You can't, you're not supposed to be all of that. But I mean, that that goes back to the fact that nobody knows shit about shit. So, we just here. Everything you say, for the most part, is opinions. Unless you're saying facts, which is rare. How often is that we argue with... Who proven the facts, though? Google. Mm, okay. How argue, how <laughs> often are we actually arguing with facts? Most of the time, we're blurting to the top of our lungs our opinions. I'm right most of the time. But I can admit that sometimes I may be wrong. Doesn't happen often. But when it does, I can admit it. That's the difference between me and you, peasants. I'm just playing. But I am really um, managed to somehow be logical, rational, and emotional at the same time. It's a trifecta of bullshit designed to ruin your lives. So, you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. Anyway, that's it. Yeah. All right. If you want to chime in on this topic, you can do so by emailing us at 2 a.m. podcast at gmail.com. That's the number two. Email us and say what it do. Sorry, I had to. My bad. <laughs> I did rhyme too. All right. Sorry. Anyways. All right. What's next? All right. You know what really grinds my gears? So. What's grinding your gears this week? All right, give me my phone. <laughs> it's, not, it's, not, it's not that much for real. Though. I know, your memory is just garbage. Exactly, thank you. Thank you for remembering because my memory is trash. Okay, so the first thing and the most relevant thing because it just happened is people completely disrespect and lack of interest in my time. <laughs> I know I keep having to say this and it's the same person that keep abusing me. And misusing me and unappreciated and devaluing my time. So, for you, person, nigga, um, fuck you. Mm-hmm. A whole howdy rowdy, fuck you, nigga. Okay. For, and do better. So, 12 o'clock is actually 12 o'clock noon. It's just like the one, the two, before the two dots. And then zero, zero. And then it's going to say PM right the fuck next to it. And that's the time that you actually need to be here. And then um, you can wake up at like 11 or 10. I don't know what time you want to shower or whatever. Wake up and then be here at 12 noon every Sunday. 
I'll take that in consideration. All right. Well, you gotta get fired from your job. Like you probably should your real job because you're always late. This is just the, the thing that's wrong with you fucking millennials is what I'm talking about. Y'all don't have no work ethic. Mm. Y'all don't respect people's time. I've only missed two days of work this week. What is, that's a lot, nigga. Two days of work this year? Yeah. Okay. The fuck? All right. I never miss work. Passport, Susie. Fuck I never man. miss work. All right. I've never been into this program. Never been late. I don't have no points. Nigga, you're late. <laughs> I don't have points. Nigga, you're late every day, nigga. I'm not. All right. Cool. Cool story. Time every day. Mm-hmm. I don't believe you. Anyways, people are still disrespecting my fucking time. And I'm just going to keep saying fuck it. So, when y'all start not getting shows consistently, it's because we didn't have time to record. Because mama got to live, too. What my life consists of? Watching TV, eating, and sleeping. That takes time. I was supposed to get my hair done today, but I couldn't. People was late. All right. If you shut up, we'll end it. Nah, enough. Shut up. Nah, enough. Okay, be quiet. Second thing, I figured out that your drunk self and your real self is never on the same, is never on the same page. So that's one thing you got to learn that I learned recently because you can be completely over somebody and not even talking to them. And somehow your drunk ass going to still end up texting them by mistake. So don't do that. That's some shit I realized. It's grinding my gears that my drunk self is behind the mm. curve. I'm tighten up, my nigga. It's not me. What so you're actually you? talking to the wrong version of me right now. Because I was intoxicated. Version. No, I don't remember. I woke up like, why? Who the fuck did that? Drunk mind speaks sober thoughts, my nigga. It don't matter, though. Just, but I, but sober, I can, I can dodge them thoughts. No, nigga. Yes. Get rid of them thoughts. All together. I'm rid of everything, but my drunk self don't give a fuck. Okay? Don't give a fuck. I'm saying, who the fuck, bitch? What did you do? That just means your sober self ain't over the situation. My sober self is definitely over the situation. My drunk self was bored, so Mm it don't fucking matter. Mm -hmm. I know, yo ass now. Never mind. Talking. Anyways, Hendrix, what's grinding your gears? This is actually, remember last week when I said don't talk to Hendrix about anything? This is exactly what I mean. I'm giving you See how irritating he is? It's yeah. not sound advice. It is. That's the truth. It's not. It is. Whatever. Anyways, That's whatever. Why you're defensive. You're always defensive when the truth comes. I'm defensive because you're annoying as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't have no grind in my gears. I do have a dad joke. The dad joke is what country were french fries made in? No guesses. No. All right. Greece. All right. So, yeah. It's mine. No, it's grinding my gears. Yeah. Yeah. It's all the same. Where can I reach you at, Casey? If you want to reach me, you can do so at ask. Oh, no, that's not me. Sorry. Um, If you want to reach me. Well, I do respond to the email. If you want to reach me, you can do so by hitting me up at K underscore in real life. Um, This K-A-Y underscore I-N-R-E-E-L-L-I-F-E. That's on Instagram. And on Twitter, Facebook is K C Kyle K A Y C E E C O L L. Um, if you want to reach the show, you can do so at uh, the Two AM Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and on Instagram. Hendrix, how can I reach you? You can reach me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Noli Hendrix. That's N O E L Y H E N D R I X on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All right, guys, that's going to wrap it up for today. Any last words, Hendrix? Mm-hmm.
As always, millennials, remember, you shouldn't throw stones if you live in a glass house. And if you got a glass jar, you better watch your mouth because I'll break your face. All right, guys. Peace.